I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. And welcome to Land Parties, episode 41 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by betonline.ag. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me as always is my fabulous co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how are you doing, my friend? How was your weekend, brother? My weekend was good. I had to do a couple of projects around the house, so I didn't really get to game as much as I Wanted to snuck in a little bit of Super Mario Bros. 35 just because that's my latest addiction. <laughs> Other than that, though, pretty good. Ryan, how was your weekend? You know, it was it was pretty solid. Again, I, I I actually went outdoors. I went to a friend's house and and we hung out. And I haven't I haven't I literally haven't seen this dude in like two years, which is shame on us. We literally like live probably like ten minutes away from each other. Uh, so we got the link up. And then yesterday we were in the yard. We got down and dirty. We were tilling the grass, or or what I should say, the dirt. And and we planted a bunch of grass seeds. We're hoping to bring our backyard uh, back to life a little bit. So it, it was nice to get outside other than when the wind came. It's about 45 degrees right now. And it is freezing out here in Vegas. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but other than that, though, it was fantastic. Lucas, please tell us who is with us. Enough about us. Yeah, I'm. Super excited to introduce the program director at Extra Life. Ashley Farkas is here. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm pretty jazzed to be here. And this is such a wonderful organization, one, Ryan, that I know you have personal experience with. But before we get into that, we have a couple topics we just want to touch. Ryan, why don't you kick us off? All right. So this is, I mean, obviously this is huge news. Uh, but here this last, this past Thursday, uh, we had uh, AOC, Alexandria uh, Ortez, uh, or no, 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 it's uh, Alexandria Acosta uh, uh, Ortez, or Cortez. Oh my gosh. What is her name? AOC. That's all I know her as. <laughs> I'm terrible. I am the worst. Regardless, other than maybe bumbling her name, she is a politician, uh, you know, one of the younger politicians that came in kind of out of nowhere. Uh, she's up in New York, represents New York. Uh, but this was a huge moment because now we're starting to see uh, politicians coming into this this gaming space. And we we all know that there are a ton of younger eyeballs uh, that are in this space. What I really loved about this, though, was that this wasn't a, a politician uh, going and, and trying to to, you know, hey, here's what my agenda is. Here's this and that. It was literally a conversation and somebody hanging out and and, and playing uh, uh, games with uh, with friends. Again, she put out a call. I believe this was last minute too. you know, put out a call on Twitter. She I mean, she streamed with uh, uh, all kinds of bigger streamers, Pokemane, uh, um, uh, Hassan, Hassan. Um, a, a bunch of other people, I think not XQC, but, uh, a bunch of other names and stuff like that. They were able to garner up to 400,000 people at one point in time were watching this stream. You know what I mean? And she's just really, again, this wasn't about 
pushing any kind of, hey, do you believe in this or do you, you don't believe in that or whatever. Uh, but this was just about having fun and connecting with this audience. I think this was absolutely fantastic way to reach a younger generation. And again, I'm a very firm believer. Hey, however you plan on voting, just get out there and vote. Have your voice heard. Uh, this was a fantastic way of being able to to reach thousands of 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 people and just being able to connect with this audience on on more of a personal level. Again, we've we've had so many conversations uh, just talking about how these platforms are such a great way to to build a community, meet other like minded people, uh, meet people to collaborate with. Uh, and that's what this was. This was like any other streamer going on. Hey, you know what I mean? I'm here. I'm playing. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Representative uh, Ilhan uh, Omar uh, also play, which I believe she represents uh, uh, Minnesota. Um, so you had two politicians playing with a bunch of streamers. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. This is amazing. Uh, not only does this bring this uh, into the spotlight, you know, for another a group of people that may not be watching live streams or or whatever. So now their eyes are opened up to, to a little more to gaming and Twitch and streaming platforms. But then you have this younger audience now being exposed uh, to these politics. And we've got a lot of uh, uh, kids in this in this age range now that are becoming voters or are going to be becoming voters. Uh, this is this is just huge, you know. Overall, I think this is huge. No matter what your political beliefs are, uh, I, I, I love seeing a politician. I, I like. I, I took this as the equivalent of politicians going around and kissing babies. This is going to be the kissing babies of the future. I'm calling it now. <laughs> kissing gamers. I mean, I guess that you know? works. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it, it's it's interesting, right? Because I think a lot of us remember that there's always been this gap, uh, generational gap between the politicians that represent us and gamers in particular, right? Gaming has always been something of an enigma to politicians, something that they don't understand or get that culture. So this is a giant step forward toward bridging that gap. And another important step just for people to realize that gaming, you know, is more than just hitting A, B on a controller now. You know, this is a social viable social uh activity that you know especially during quarantine is is connecting people far more than you ever could really imagine and so this is this was a cool moment just for that and ashley did how much of the stream did you check out and what did you kind of take away from that um so i checked out the beginning of the stream and then i tuned in towards the end and more than anything, I mean, I think looking at her VOD now, it had over 5 million views, including the live views. And that just speaks such volume to the level of influence that streaming and gaming can have um, in just educating folks, right? Like it's not necessarily pushing a, a certain agenda one way or another. It's just that reach exists to this demographic that's predominantly on Twitch much, much more than we have in traditional media outlets with newspapers and things like that. So we definitely have new channels to reach new audiences, especially younger voters, because they have a statistically lower turnout in history. So I think it was genius to do this and to see it all come together on Twitter was just <laughs> like the icing on the cake, right? Like let's, let's plan it on social media where everybody already is. And then let's execute it on Twitch. It was just, it was awesome. Well, not only that, but she, I mean, she hit a, a gamut of people with the, with the people that she was playing with, right? You have uh, disguised toes. You have Dr. Lupo, so many different huge audiences 
of people now all and I'm sure they were streaming as well. So who knows what those, you know, what those numbers actually look like. But I mean, wow, what a way to be able to reach a large number of people and do it in a fashion where they're getting to know you. They I I now feel like I know her as a person more than I did before. Obviously I don't um, but just, you know, and again, we, we, we've talked about streaming and, and these platforms, uh, kind of being a vessel to really get and kind of dig into people on a, on a more personal level without physically having, or, or physically meeting each other. It gives us a way to be able to connect with people around the world. And, and I mean, this was just fantastic. I can see, I know that like, like, I know that Bernie Sanders, uh, has, has streamed on Twitch, streams on Twitch and whatnot. Uh, but his is more of a kind of a town hall style thing. Being able to just see her play a game. Oh, you're like me. I've, I, I've made that mistake or, you know, I've done that. Like, I mean, it, it's got to resonate, you know, so strongly with so many different people, especially in this younger demographic. I can see this catching on. I could absolutely see more and more politicians hopping on these streaming platforms and and doing things like this, connecting with these audiences. I mean, again, too, you got to think, too, when they're in, the, you know, they're in the house and they're, they're, they're sitting there trying to have these conversations about social media with people that may not understand what it is i know myself it's taken me and it still takes me time to completely understand how to each each platform is different different in its own respect or you know what audience you're trying to reach and how you go about reaching them is different and varies from platform to platform uh it truly is an art to me because i'm just like i I was like for the longest time i'm just like "Mm -hmm." i I feel weird about this the internet thing meeting people on the internet what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the old man in me. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say we've come a long way from the past cringeworthy attempts by politicians to connect with something that was popular with younger audiences. So that's a great development for everybody. The sooner we can get past that, the better. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, this is, I mean, again, this is, I kind of feel like this is the way uh, that these things are, are kind of going. We're seeing more and more established uh, uh, personalities, entertainers and things like that, starting to hop onto these platforms and reach their audience in ways that they've never been able to reach them before they're having fun they're doing work they're playing games they're you know what i mean again that's gonna you know there's there's always goods with the bad um but i i feel like this is just a fantastic way especially within the times we've been in you know we've been in lockdowns we you know covid really uh uh, at least here in the states it really you know it was mid-march for us when things you know came to a screeching halt and people were like they were just forced into the digital space again for a person like me who 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 very much enjoys the digital space i was like yes this is awesome this is you know this is going to be great to be obviously it's not awesome with the situation but i mean uh, uh what i mean by that is just the digital space getting this spotlight and people really being able to push the limits and see what digital can do and what you're able to accomplish with it uh and, and kind of getting away from that that old kind of thought of oh well you have to physically be at a place to do something or to be able to run a business and this has really opened up that spotlight and i'm loving seeing these these different people in different industries uh kind of taking advantage and innovating within this space and doing things you know within the circumstances that we're in uh that that 
you know, again, it's, it's going to have it's, it's so impactful and it's going to change the whole scope of things moving forward. Yeah, couldn't agree more. It's, you know, it's been one of the positives through all this is to see the gaming industry go through this renaissance and change and evolution that's been sped up. You know, who knows how long it would have taken to for gaming to reach some of the, the milestones it's reached during this time. So that's been fun to see. And, you know, it's it's an exciting future, right? It's it's super entertaining. It's really cool to kind of be in the middle of it and see where everything goes and see how everything grows and evolves from here. So, yeah, hey, this is an amazing time to be a gamer and looking forward to seeing what's happening next. I agree 100%. Uh, I, I, do, I just wanted to know, too, she was partnered. This was her first stream, and she was partnered during the stream, which obviously you make, you, you got 400,000 viewers. <laughs> if you don't partner that person, I'm looking at you sideways. <laughs> let's let's kind of switch gears here a little bit. I wanted to talk very briefly, and this is this has come down, and this is something that we had heard about a while ago. I don't know if you guys remember, we, we had uh, the Sushi Dragon, Dragon on here probably about a month or so ago, and he was talking about uh, uh, Ven TV uh, when they were launching. They were just about to start launching. He's got a show on there and whatnot, and uh, you know they've been they've been doing their thing and whatnot. I know recently they went and they they were looking for for. Um, some more investment money, essentially. And of all the people, and I remember hearing about this, it was like, oh, they got $26 million in funding uh, to expand their gaming and, and, and the whole network as a whole, right? Uh, initially, yeah. before the shutdown, Venn was supposed to be uh, have two locations, uh, one in L.A. and then one in uh, uh, New York. And they've since uh, since we've uh, uh, the lockdowns and everything like that, they've they've dialed back a little bit, uh, but they were able to, to secure this funding. The big thing about this to me that I thought was really, really interesting was the major funder uh, of this uh, whole deal was Nexstar Media Group. I don't know if you guys uh, are aware of, of what Nexstar does. I, I was in uh, uh, TV news for uh, almost 15 years. And Nexstar is one of the big one of the big news outlets. They have broadcast stations all throughout the country, uh, hundred plus stations. Them partnering up, I think this might be a move. And 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 uh, you know, seeing a traditional broadcast company uh, put this kind of money and put this kind of investment into a gaming and and esports network is absolutely huge. Not only is this gonna again kind of catapult and and push gaming and and streaming and content creation even more into the forefront but having it on a on a traditional broadcast station you are now also exposing uh this uh, an older demographic uh to this stuff and and then's not just games and and um esports they also have i believe they have pre-produced shows they're working on things they're really looking to do something with this network so seeing them and and seeing a traditional broadcast uh, company partner up with this this gaming network this is exciting news i i i'm curious to see where they go from here if we just start seeing uh uh you know more and more gaming events coming on on your traditional cable boxes or or you know what have you obviously they're tapped into apps and stuff like that as well uh i thought this was kind of interesting though this was uh this was kind of a power play in my opinion on next stars uh uh part just recognizing the potential in that in the gaming sector and them putting an investment down 
Oh, for sure. You know, Venn was trying to run itself as essentially like a, a cable channel, right? With programming right. throughout the week, all times of the day, and a, a variety of shows from talk shows to variety shows to more gamer centric shows. And so the setup was there, right? It, it always seemed like that was Venn's goal. And so for Nextstar to kind of step in and put that kind of money down is a huge step. And, you know, with G4 returning in the future, this is going to be interesting because it makes you think, what what is the future? Can we see an ESPN of gaming culture channels kind of make it there? Can, can those right. be successful? And so... It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. I think that's the one one of the major things that's missing, right? Turning, flipping on your TV and finding that gamer culture channel there, you know, along with your TNTs, ESPNs, that kind of stuff. So this is a big step toward kind of overcoming one of those last remaining hurdles, I think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. A- Ashley, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, man, I, I remember when like Heroes of the Dorm was on ESPN. Yes! <laughs> Two yes. or three or something like that. Holy cow, like that was forever ago. Um, And then I also recall that there were some Counter-Strike tournaments that were on TBS. And I'm excited to see gaming come into that space and shine some more light on it into age ranges and demographics that just haven't really been exposed to see what it's like to um, be more involved in the gaming culture, to see competitive gaming, that it's not just people sitting in their basements with that typical stereotype (laughs) of gamers, right? Um, I think that that's just a really important step for this entire industry and and community um, to find more people like themselves. Um, so I'm excited to see it. And um, yeah, I, I was it G4? Was that the channel that was like all gaming? Like, I, I want that. Like, give me that again. That would yeah. be rad. <laughs> and that's kind of what it sounds like they're trying to kind of lean towards. I know that they also recently hired uh, an MTV uh, I think he was a producer or an executive in, on MTV, but Jeff Jacobs uh, as the EVP and general manager. So they are definitely, it sounds like they they are definitely more, I guess you would say traditional broadcast minded, or they're trying to kind of bring it and merge those two things, uh, which I think is fantastic. Again, it's going to be a huge boost uh, for the community and, and just video games, uh, live streams, content creation, and how it evolves and how it is evolving. Again, everybody can do it. And that's the great part about it is that, you know, I, I just worked on a, uh, uh, I have a six-year-old daughter and we just, we just did her. She loves YouTube. And we just did a, uh, uh, a video with her. We just made a video with her. We, we, we get these uh, monthly boxes called uh, Yum Yum Boxes from different countries. And each one, you know, they're filled with different snacks from different countries and stuff like that. They'll give you some. Uh, uh, so we go and almost did like a like a, like a, a virtual trip uh, to this country, learn some facts about the country and then obviously tasted the snacks. Uh, anybody can do it. It's fantastic. Uh, the equipment is now become a lot more consumer friendly. Uh, so, again, this is where it's you're seeing this this th- that space is definitely super saturated as far as creators and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's at that point now where it's like, all right, what's the next evolution in gaming, in streaming? How do we how do we push it even further? I think this is one of those steps that pushes uh, 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 that that kind of content. 
uh, further into people, into the spotlight and whatnot. Yeah, it's one of those things that will help normalize it in society, right? There's still that segment of the population that just doesn't get it, just doesn't understand it, doesn't really know it exists or what that entails. So this would help expose those people to this. And yeah, like I said, it, it's one of those things that, that puts it face, you know, right in the spotlight in the society in society as a whole and can only help right can only help normalize gaming and expose people to how big it's becoming i love it i love it uh don't forget guys we're we're about uh what a week or two out before the new consoles drop too i just wanted to throw that little bit in (laughs) (laughs) i am literally chopping at the bit i'm ready for them i'm seeing like the reviewers are starting to get their copies and their 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 things i'm so jealous i'm just sitting there like "Mm, i'm ready I'm ready. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's take a quick commercial break and we're going to talk. We're going to come back with Ashley here. And we're going to talk all things extra life. We'll be right back, guys. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools that make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for more than 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it first fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And now it comes to the time of the episode that Ryan and I are always excited about to dig in with our guest. And Ashley, we know that Extra Life has been around for more than a decade now. I think 2008, if I'm not mistaken. But for people who may be unfamiliar with what Extra Life does, give us the the pitch on, on what Extra Life does. 
Sure. Uh, so Extra Life is a program that is part of Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. And what we do is we are a community of gamers um, and gaming enthusiasts. You don't have to be a hardcore PC gamer. But um, we fundraise for our local Children's Miracle Network hospitals. So there's 170 hospitals in North America, which includes the U.S. and Canada, um, as well as Puerto Rico. And those are all the hospitals that we are able to fundraise for locally so that my efforts stay within my own community, within um, my geographical location, uh, or I can fundraise for a hospital that's all the way across the country if I wanted to. So it's it's really a, a grassroots movement of gamers that want to give back um, and really help out the kids in their communities who are treated at these hospitals. It's become such a a fun and rewarding and big event, right? Because every year you see streamers, big and small, take part in this, start to raise funds for it. So as you, as the company has, as Extra Life has kind of seen this evolve through the years, did did you guys ever expect it to get as big as it has? Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm blown away every year by this community and just the passion that um, these gamers have. And I, I, I dare to say that there is this movement of charitable gaming that's happening as like a microcosm within the gaming community. Um, and it is just so exciting to see that there are gamers that want to do more with the passion that they already have um, to give back. And I mean, we raised last year in 2019, um, we raised $15 million. It was our largest fundraising year ever. And to as of the beginning of this year, we've raised over $70 million just through gamers and the passion that these community members have. Um, so I don't, I, I'm always like just besides myself, whenever I see like the final number um, at the end of the year, because it's, it's the community that did it. So it's Extra Life is a peer to peer fundraising program, which is very different from corporate fundraisers, um, where it's um, either asking for like roundup at the register and things like that. This is the community signing up to fundraise while also fundraising and donating to each other and just kind of rolling that off of one another. And there's been a lot of really fantastic friendships that have just been made throughout this within the community. Well, and I think that's one of the greatest parts about this is like you guys have married with this community. And this is something that I've learned from streaming and stuff like that is that the community is super, super generous and they always rally behind good causes. Uh, Extra life again, like, like Lucas was saying, this is a, a, um, a charity that I, I personally uh, participate in. Uh, I, I will bring up my page real quick. Uh, this is going to be my second year uh, doing it. And what we do uh, as streamers, we've just started. I'm going to I'm going to do be, be pushing out uh, my stuff this week. But what we do is I'm actually streaming with a group of uh, it's about uh, six or seven of us. And we're together as a team. But then you can individually, uh, you know, build it out to where, hey, my personal one uh, is going to be going to mine's going to uh, uh, St. Rose out here in Las Vegas for their to their uh, children hospital. Uh, you can do like you were saying, one across the country. Uh, the, the main thing is that it, it goes directly uh, to the hospital of your choice or, or to the place of your choice, which is awesome. You're, you're getting to then play these games. We've got incentives. Uh, we've got all kinds of fun games. We've got, you know, we're going to be playing. We're going to be streaming for 24 hours uh, spread across the uh, six or seven of us uh, streaming and whatnot. We'll be, there'll be times that we play together, other times that we're, we're just separate and whatnot. But to be able to, to build something like this, I, I want to know like what really like, how did the, the, I guess the relationship with Twitch, how did that kind of like, how were you guys able to build that? Oh man. Um, that's a great question. 
And our really, the, the Extra Life program happened under uh, Jeremy Adams, um, lovingly known as Doc. Um, and our team didn't essentially grow until last year, really. We grew from a team of two or three to about a team of nine. Um, and mm-hmm. really, it was with our partnerships team and the relationships that they have with the um, with the charity segment. I, I'm probably saying that wrong, but with the the focus of charity in in Twitch's CSR needs as well. So mm-hmm. we were able to work with them and kind of build out some of these things that are exclusive to Twitch. So uh, the Twitch extension for Extra Life is uh, something that folks can use to fundraise for their platform on their about pages and their panels, as well as um, just kind of that that elevation of the charitable giving and charitable community within Extra Life um, that also meets Twitch's needs as well. So we kind of worked together in tandem to uh, to help each other. You know, as, as the years have kind of gone by, what was the hardest thing that's learned or what have you guys learned along the way that has helped things run smoother or things that have kind of helped you guys the most as you have grown in size and then the, and the donations that are coming in? Honestly, I, I would say the biggest thing is that the community knows best, right? Like they are mm-hmm. the ones who are giving us the best practices. Like we can sit here and say, you should do it this way. But when we go out and see that the community is creating their own milestones and their own incentives, and then we're like, you know what, guys, like we're going to add this into Donor Drive, which is the platform that we use. And now there are, as of last year, that you can create your own incentives on there that people can donate towards. And it's just, those are the things that we look at for this community because they're so inventive (laughs) and always looking at how we can push ourselves to be better year after year and just raise more money for the hospitals. And at the end of the day, I'm all about that. Let's let's keep rallying for our hospitals. And Mm -hmm. the Extra Life team and CMN Hospitals is going to be there with you. Like at the end of the day, we're with you every step to help make sure that that's successful. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, let me let me uh, uh, ask, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, COVID-19 and and the, and the lockdowns and everything like that. How has that or has that changed anything for you guys uh, on the back end and on the uh, on the front end? Yeah. Um, so uh, CMN hospitals are our hospitals are on the front line of COVID-19. There are a lot of hospitals who are working on um, they're working on vaccine research. They are doing testing, remote testing or drive up testing, um, as well as being a lot of folks are indirectly affected by the pandemic, meaning they may or may not have lost their insurance and charitable care is in more need now than ever. And that's something that our hospitals are are on the front line kind of working with and, and also kind of against them because these are all not for profit hospitals. So the donations that come in are really helping them not only just stay afloat, but also get in front of the pandemic um, to support their, their local communities. You know, obviously with such a great cause at the core of what you guys are doing, are there a couple stories that stick out to you of, you know, with, with some of the relationships that you guys have formed with these hospitals that can remind you if you're having a tough day and why you guys are doing this? Um, so I, there's one extra lifer in particular uh, that I just, Every time I watch his story, I cry. Um, his name is Sean Rooney. Uh, he fundraises for Children's Hospital of Alberta in Canada. And he lost his son, Dominic, um, a few years ago. And his, if, if you haven't watched it, I just, just look up uh, Dominic Rooney, Extra Life, and you will find his video on YouTube. Um, that is something that will always ground you. That is something where you will watch that and you will see how folks who come into these hospitals are directly impacted um, and how your fundraising can help more people have a healthy and happy lifestyle with their kids. Um, the other thing that also just really grounds me is 
is Victoria Edmond. She is she is the reason we are here. She is the reason that Extra Life came to be. Um, mm-hmm. She was diagnosed with leukemia, um, and after years of visits out of Texas Children's Hospital, um, she unfortunately passed away. Um, and that's when Extra Life became a thing. Um, Sarcastic Gamers came together and did a 24-hour fundraiser, which is kind of the roots of game day. Um, even though practice safe streaming habits, guys, don't fundraise for 24 hours, all, all the good stuff. Um, but really, like that's something where when I sit back after a day where you're just like, man, that was that was a day. But you think about who and how you're affecting the community to be um, healthier and happier. Um, and, cha- and really, it's, it's changing the future because when we do help out these kids that are treated in our hospitals, they are the future. They are. And we're here to help make sure that, that their future is bright. And that's why I game. I came from the community. I actually came from, from the Ashley community. I started in 2014. So like, I'm here. I'm in it for the long haul. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And I, I mean, I can't imagine that there's, I mean, you guys probably have stories upon stories of, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Just, just from helping people out and whatnot. Let me, let me ask what, and, or, or if you guys have any, are there, do you guys have any plans like future wise and just kind of thinking ahead? Uh, is there anything that you would like to see kind of develop or maybe you guys are in in the works with something well now you're asking for the secret sauce come on now <laughs> uh, okay i i i want to see personally i i really want to see a lot more integration with our live streaming platforms for charitable causes in addition to the mobile space um, i think mobile gaming is really untapped and i think that there is just so much potential in the casual gamer um, that can that also wants to support their local communities. So I think that there's a lot of room there for us to grow and innovate. Um, but that's where I would I have my sight set on that. No, that's no that that is that's smart because I, I and I always forget about that too. That mobile gaming really does. There's a lot of people and it's more of those casual gamers that hey I got a little bit of time. Let me you know I got my phone on me. Let me do this and that. So being able to tap into that market would be you know that would be huge and just again you know their audience and and you know they're gonna it, this connects with everybody. Number one. Do it for the kids. Uh, it, it is it is not only helping out these children, it's helping out the staff, the people, the, the things that go into the behind the scenes of it. Uh, it really is just such a such a, a strong, great commu- uh, uh, community and charity to be able to uh, to get behind. Now, for people to donate, does it have to be within this window or, you know, what's the best way to go about donating uh, to Extra Life? Yeah, so Extra Life is... 365 days a year. There's like a small lag of about an hour when we switch over on New Year's Eve for the next fundraising mm. year. But um, really, you can fundraise and sign up at extra-life.org, shameless plug, um, and create your own fundraising page. You can donate to yourself. That's actually a best practice for us is to encourage you to donate $5 to yourself to get your fundraiser kicked off and then start asking other folks in your um, at your work, in your family, with your friends. A lot of folks do it through their own communities now, through streaming. So there's so many ways that you can ask for donations. And the other piece that's really important as well is awareness. So just sharing or retweeting something to your communities and your friends and just talking about it really has made such a difference for this particular program because we are in that peer-to-peer space. We are in that word of mouth, sharing what you're doing, being excited about it, and just celebrating each other. And I know that the the big, like kind of like the big, at least on, on the streaming side, day November 7th uh, is really kicking off. Do you guys have anything special planned? What are you guys going to be doing on your uh, uh, on your guys' end on, on the 7th? 
Yeah. So typically, uh, our team has come together at our, our office in Salt Lake City, and we've done our own live stream and just... I mean, I think last year our community um, director ate like jarred minced garlic and then breathed on someone's <laughs> face for like 30 seconds. Um, sadly, uh, because of COVID and some of our social distancing measures here in Utah, um, we were not able to do that. So our team is going to focus really on being with everybody as much as we can in their own streams. So you'll see the Extra Life brand potentially popping in and out of your streams from our Twitch or our YouTube and uh, really just being there to celebrate everybody else's win. Um, we kind of view game day. It's not really about us as a staff. It's about it's about the community. It's about all the awesome stuff that everybody else is doing. Um, and so we're here to kind of give you guys fundraising updates along the way and then be there as your loudest cheerleaders. I will miss the garlic, though. I'm, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> it is always fun. It is always fun to be able to... Uh, I mean, just the incentives and the, the different, you know, people getting really creative uh, with that stuff. It, it, was, it, was, it was crazy because what, what we did last year was we were physically in a building last year. We had met up um, uh, it was for CFG games and uh, um, we went down into a physical location in Arizona. Uh, we were doing it. They had a fighting tournament. So we brought in the, uh, the fighting game community uh, down in Phoenix and they came in. Uh, we had all kinds of different, different uh, prizes that we were giving away and stuff like that. Uh, different. I think uh, somebody ended up having to uh, cosplay as a uh, uh, link. Uh, even though even though he can't stand the Legend of Zelda, we'll have a conversation about that later. Lucas, craziest <laughs> thing in my life. <laughs> but I mean, there's just so many different fun fun ways to to be able to incorporate into this, and it's it's uh, it's raising money for such a great cause. Again, you know, everybody realizes that you know there's a lot of people that are that are having tough times right now, especially economically. Uh, that's not the only way to support. Like, like, uh, Kayla was saying, uh, you know, go share it out, go push people. Hey, this person, this person streaming any, any, anything helps. Uh, you know I mean? Just getting eyeballs over there and, 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 you know, any, any little bit helps. So, uh, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I, I'm excited, uh, for, for the seventh. I can't wait to, to, Start raising some money for the kids. My fundraiser is going to be kicking off this week, so you'll be seeing that. Don't forget to check it out on the uh, on the Twitters and the socials and all that good stuff. Uh, Lucas, did you have any more questions? No, I mean, I'm just excited that we had this chance to talk to you. This is such an amazing organization, and... You know, it's, it's great to be able to give back in a lot of cases, but to do it within the context of gaming and to show, you know, that as a community, we can be united and do things, you know, that are, are that are helping so many people and helping hospitals that need it is just, it's heartwarming, right? It's heartwarming. And especially this year, we could use all the good news we can get. Yes. It, yeah, it, it is heartwarming. Uh, and just all the things that they do. Uh, and have been doing, you know, again, this is only, I mean, it's been a little over 10 years that you guys been, been, uh, uh, doing this and at this from its inception. So you're talking about already 2020, you know, we've raised $70 million. Uh, that's amazing. That is amazing. And it, and it goes to, uh, uh, so many deserving and so many people that are on the front line, uh, doing this stuff. And also these kids that are dealing, uh, with something, especially as a child and having to deal with, a. uh, you know, an, an, an ailment or, or something like that. I, I couldn't fathom it. 
uh, being a kid, you know what I mean? Having to have that weigh on you. So just being able to bring some relief, uh, helping out on the researching end and so much, it, it, it does uh, so much for everybody. Again, thank you so much. Tell us, where can we lay it on us? Where can we find you? Where should we go uh, to be able to go and donate to Extra Life? Yeah, so you can go to extra-life.org and that will take you to a page where you can either donate directly to the program or you can set up your own fundraiser. Um, And you can also follow us on social, which is at Extra Life, the number four kids. And that is across all of the socials. It's across Twitter. It's across Instagram, Facebook, all of those wonderful platforms. Um, And be sure when you're looking on Twitch on the 7th, if you're you're not watching Ryan's stream, um, you can actually check the Extra Life category on Twitch. Um, We have our own category there. Not a category. It's a tag. Um, And you can find all the Extra Lifers who are currently fundraising during game day. Yes, I love it. Do it for the kids. Lucas, what do you got going on uh, this weekend, my friend? Uh, not much. I'm going to be enjoying the warmer weather that we're about to get by the weekend. We'll be back to the 70s, I think. Yeah. So we can unthaw or thaw out a little bit from, from today. Um, I really want to finish Spider-Man. I really do. I'm going to do it. That's my goal. What about yourself, right? I decided to wait. I decided to wait, wait on Spider-Man. I, so that is the first game that I've officially gotten for PS5. I am just going to play it on PS5 and then go directly into Morales uh, after I finish that. So I was like, you know, at this point, I was like, it's so late in the game. No point in playing it on my PS4. I'm I'm, an, I'm a forward-thinking person. I'm, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I, so for myself, though, because I'm playing games that are are extremely long and I have I have conceded to the fact that I'm not going to beat Metal Gear Solid 5 before the PlayStation 5 comes out. Uh, I was thinking about going back and playing Hellblade. I know that's a shorter play and that's a really, really good. I know I've heard nothing but good things about it and I, I have it. I just haven't played it yet. So I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to dive into that game and try to try to at least beat something while uh, we're in this little gap before the new uh, uh, systems come out. But uh, other than that, though, it's going to be good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Land Parties. We appreciate your time. We hope you guys had a fun time. Uh, Again, thank you so much for joining us, telling us about Extra Life. Make sure you guys go and donate if you can. Spread the word. Check out the streams. All that good stuff, man. It's for the kids. Uh, It's a fantastic cause. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. We'll be right back.